You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. So Heather and I were kind of alluding to um, a conversation uh, right before Angela joined us in that we're, we're, we're both kind of feeling something similar in that there's a, perhaps an internal discussion, dialogue with ourselves that is, I don't want to use the word keeping us, Heather or preventing us, that's encouraging us perhaps to pull away from things. Um, And we'll be more specific, of course. Uh, It's an interesting, Heather goes through a lot of these cycles up and down. We all have them, you know, sometimes even weekly, certainly monthly, right? Um, I Mine tend to be stretched out quite a bit. In fact, the last one would have been that where I saw a difference in in my, I call it a reset, would have been January when I was ill, I think the same time that Angela went through hers. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a forced reset that I certainly did not enjoy, but I, I understood the value while after I was uh, completely healed. So this to me is another version of a reset without being ill, God bless, right? Without having, uh, there's no emotional um, distress. I'm not sad. I'm not um, kind of ambiv- ambiv- ambivalent to things. Um, so it, what it means is my energy is calm, which that in itself is a little bit uh, different, but my motivation to, um, to be a human doing, like I've been this last couple of weeks, especially has just, just stopped. It's just, it's just stopped me in my tracks where everything was handled, everything's done. And I really feel it's time for me to just really be in the now really be in my own thoughts, um, you know, enough of, uh, of the sharing of the classes, the learning, the doing, the preventing or the, the, the um, planning. It's just, oh my gosh, my whole mind and, and body and of course spirit were just so engaged and so much for so many people. And that's fine. You know, we had really great results, but I really feel like there's a time of reflection right now. And Heather was kind of alluding to maybe she's getting something as well. Um, Heather. Yeah, I did. Um, for me, it was, I was talking to Angela at the beginning of the week and I was, I told her, I said, I just feel like I want to walk away from it all. I wanted to check out and I was done. And I was like, that's not me. That doesn't feel like me, but I had to sit with it. So I sat with it. And then I realized it was part of all these, these, this soul history, past life stuff, where it was just coming up to be cleared. And I, of course I welcomed it, you know, I validated it. I'm like, okay, there's a time where I walked away and it was very interesting to feel both a masculine and feminine energy that came from this. So I know that there was multiple lives where, you know, you just, you checked out and walked away from everything or didn't complete your life cycle here on wherever you're at, whether it be here or earth or somewhere else. But I was just like, wow. And I just sat with that and I said, okay, well, I honor that. That's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And then, and then I welcomed it home and I felt everything 
come home, some went back to source and I saw a few start walking off, walking away. So I know that it wanted to go learn more about what it went through. So, but then I just, I remember still feeling it, not, not so intensely. So I said, okay, what is this? I just, I felt like I just wanted to still check out. And Angela was like, maybe you just have to honor it and don't fight it. And I was like, you know what? That's true. Don't fight it. Just like, okay, I want to check out. And so I had this like verbal debate in my head. Well, well, you're watching a show and I'm like, yeah, but I got work to do. And I'm like, yeah, but I just want to watch a show and just like not do anything. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay, Heather for lunch. You can watch a show. You know, if you want to go a little bit over, it's okay to stop. It's okay. But also it, it brought me to the point of, of feeling, feeling my energy come in. And if I wasn't paying attention, if I was off doing something else, I wouldn't have felt the change and shift in energy as it was coming through my heart center. It was so very, tiny, very, very (laughs) tiny. So subtle. Yeah, very there. That's it. It was very subtle. And if I had been doing something, I would have missed the change. And then if I missed the change, then I can't grab onto it again, like looking for that feeling when it comes up again and bringing it forth. So I think that's what we're kind of going through right now is just learning that, learning that to, to dial in that little fine change. Well, we're so good about using metaphors, you know, the tide ebbs and flows, the um, seed has to go through dormancy before it can blossom, the, you know, the butterfly has to become soup and do nothing. (laughs) Soup? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So when the caterpillar makes the cocoon, yeah, it doesn't just like start growing wings or everything, it actually converts to soup. It completely obliterates yeah, it has no identity, mm-hmm. nothing, wow. and it rebuilds from there. That's I how. Had no yeah, idea. yeah, it's a very like brave little thing. Anyway, not that it has a choice, wow. but we're great about using that. And then for me, try me at the beginning of any Mercury retrograde when sun- suddenly something <laughs> won't move forward, and I'm like, why? Why am I not out of it? You know, all of that, and. It's something to be honored. We're working on some offerings for Grace Healing Group right now. And I was super excited to work on them. I have the topics that I wanted like, oh, I can't wait to sink my teeth into it. And every day I thought, okay, let's start. There was a block. I could feel it. There was a block. And I thought, okay, I'll go in a different direction or I'll won't do anything, you know. And for the first time in a long time, I was really honoring it. And yeah. sure enough, the time came when all of a sudden the idea started flowing and, and it was, it was time to work on that, you know, um, why? I don't know. Maybe I was a little too fried and I wouldn't have been as inspired with the product that I made because it would have been made versus inspired maybe. Mm. Um, but I trusted it and I'm through the other side. So I completely resonate with what you two are saying and go through it quite often, honestly. I think maybe it's also because as an introvert and I need to recharge alone, not doing anything, just sort of mm-hmm. recharge so that I can come at something inspired again. 
Um, so I think it's great that you just say, okay, I honor this. And when the time comes, I'm fully excited and willing to take the next step. But for now, I'm going to go enjoy myself in a different direction. You know, what's different, I think, this time for me is I'm really cognizant that my, my mind, my storyteller, my ego is actually sitting back and letting my heart, Mm -hmm. you know, I can feel it because normally there could be that resistance, what you're talking about, Angela, where the mind's like, no, it has to be done. No, you've got Mm -hmm. deadlines Mm -hmm. or this or that. And there's that resistance that keeps us then scrambling to do with unset, you know, we're not satisfied with it. And, and, and to our, um, to our peril, if, if we're exhausted or frying our mind or being enslaved by our thoughts. And this time it was just like, it was, um, it was a, it was a surrender. My mind is literally surrendered to whatever you want to do. Like it's, it, I, I don't feel, I was feeling pressured a little bit to have to, you know, do a couple things that I want to do, but the, the, the feeling in my heart was so strong and that it just, like, I'm not going to engage in this. And the resistance became, okay, I, I don't want to do it. I mean, I was okay with my words. I, I can't do it. I, I have nothing to give and I'm not going to fake it. But what wasn't there was guilt. Guilt didn't show up. Shame didn't show up. And the mind was just kind of like, it wanted to, you know, but it didn't. And um, that's, so that's, great. that's a blessing. And I'm, I'm yeah. really aware of it. Why, why, you know, as we're, we're talking here and it feels good, it feels good too, right. Yeah. To be okay with not doing what I thought I should do or what I thought was expected of me. It just feels okay. You know, in of course, in this case, I'm not letting people down you know, in the real way, no one is, life is in peril. Right. If you're like, an OR doctor, yes. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what you feel like you're scheduled you for the life-saving it. heart surgery. You go do it. You know, There's you don't, things, right? you don't go absolutely. find yourself at that yeah, moment. You know, and absolutely, you know, if you're taking care of children or babies or someone mm-hmm. else, you're right. There's certain things you've got to do. And, and that's a whole different story. Yeah. We're certainly talking about things that are less, um, uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm thinking? Crucial for us. Well, they're they're less entwined with other people. I think they can be very crucial, but in terms of um, like caretaking and all that, yeah, there are areas where your commitment matters more than what you're feeling because you committed to taking care of the child or whatever, but you also need to commit to yourself. And, And so there does, the more I find, the more I'm having to fight or go against what is a, my heart, my soul telling me you need a break, but I still have to show up and deliver. I make a point of finding a place later on to really, yeah. then I, I have to relax twice the amount of time, or you know what I mean? Like consciously, intentionally make up for that. Um, I, have a, I have a question for you. So um, what just popped in my head was uh, how do you recognize those signs that you need a break? Cause sometimes people don't recognize those. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they abuse it, right? When you're like, oh, I really need, I need another, you know, mental health day. And it's like, no, you're, you're playing hooky. And, and it's in tarot, you call that the hermit card upside down with the hermit card is right side up. There's this natural need to go within, to get away from society, to listen to yourself, to recharge, to hear that voice. When it's upside down, you're just hiding. You're just <laughs> hiding, right? So to a degree, you have to determine that yourself. You have to figure out, nah, I'm lying to myself. 
I really am. <laughs> you know, we all know that. But so that's the other side of it. But to your original question, the way I would answer your question is um, it feels uninspired. It, it Things don't flow. When I'm, I make little mistakes because my mind and my soul are like, we should not be doing this right now. You should be taking a break. And I just try to get it done. And especially if I'm working on a project, right, where I'm writing, you can see it in my writing. It's not inspired. There will be typos all over it. It's just stale. It feels stale. That's the sensation I get, stale. Like when all of a sudden you realize you've been chewing the gum too long, the flavor is totally gone, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> um, and then I look for the nearest exit right? It's like being on the freeway. It's like, okay, where's the next rest stop? So when I start to realize, oh, I'm burnt out, I'm stale. This is stale. All right, let's start slowing down and see when we can, where we can pull over. That's good. That's good. What about you, Stephanie? Well, I think, you know, for me, it's always emotional and um, you either get told directly with pain and injury, something that gets you out of the situation where you have to, you know, redirect or step out, um, or you're getting told through um, emotions, which if you pay attention to are usually clear, right? Anger, if you're angrier than necessary, Mm -hmm. um, it tells you something is arrived, you're sadder than necessary, something is speaking to you that you're not in balance. if you like, and, and I think that one's hard to recognize for some people. I think what Angela says, I, I understand that thoroughly when you're not inspired, like she said, your heart is not, it's not depression. It's not sadness. It's just not engaged with what you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's your brain may again, have this idea of what you need to do in that writing. But like she said, she reads it in her writing. It's just not there. It, yeah. It's become stagnant, stale, um, and certainly not the voice that she wants to um, get across and share. So that's exactly how uh, I'm seeing it right now. Um, energy is calm, but not low. That's important because yeah. this is not a low energy thing. No, I never want a low energy thing. There's no sadness. There's acceptance. And what I think um, in this redirection for me, it's, 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 it is also pull out. Don't do all these things you were doing, but also I feel like I'm being like, my head is being turned. My, my focus is being turned to look somewhere else because I think yeah. if I sit with it, I'm going to be inspired. There's something else that I can accept and it doesn't mean I have to do anything. It's just, I'm going to be able to see and accept something else that yeah. perhaps is trying to get my attention, but I couldn't see it before because I'm all frenzy doing all these things that I think, and they are important, but they're not important. Right. So I'm just going to um, sit back and kind of, um, I let the universe, I think the universe is really trying to get my attention gently and God bless. I'm listening, you know, right. Cause <laughs> yeah. You know, you're listening that, to the feather. I'm yeah. listening to the feather, Heather. So ooh, that's cute. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> there we go. So that it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a tree branch, you know, with um, some thorns yeah. because right. Um, I, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm kind of, I have to say, I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself in that I really feel good that my storyteller mind is just like chill with this right now. I, I, it's, it's kind of foreign for me. It really is. It really is. It, and I appreciate that so much that it's just allowing my heart to just be in this place of, all right, we didn't do, you know, X, Y, Z, but that's okay. I like where we are. I like that. Love that. I'm a paying attention to things right now. Wait till your ego starts saying that. 
Oh, that was yeah. such a good idea. You yeah. paid attention and yeah. look at where that we would, are. That would be a nice just thing. Like, Can you imagine that? that yes, I can because that's, <laughs> that's what's happening to me yeah. right now is that's that awesome. I'm getting good. that. So that's, that's something y'all, special. Y'all on the path. It's, it's coming. Yeah. Right. It's coming. Right. Because that dialogue must change and it changes from inside. Our ego has to with, evolve. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't go away. It evolves like we do. Yeah. But it, it's, it's exciting though. Um, well, it's always what, lovely to actually walk your talk and not have your ego yeah. try to slap it away. Right. It's like, it's, it's exhilarating really, even in a small scale area it's like god i'm walking the talk that always feels good that always feels good it's validation from somewhere that the place that's most important to get it from right i mean anyone could tell you yes you need a break i don't like yeah. to use the word deserve because um i i when it was ex- i read something that explained the word deserve is judgment when a person says mm-hmm. you deserve that and i kind of embrace that i thought that is true everyone and what's you deserve you don't deserve so i don't like to use that word but what but having someone else say, yes, you should take a break. Yes, you should do self-care. Again, that's that external validation. When it comes in from like Heather says, when you're in that place and you're pulling out and you can just be like supportive of yourself, you're just like, you know what? Yeah, it feels good just to be. It feels good to take a day, a week, a month, whatever you need. It feels yeah. good not to to watch a show just because you want to. That work is there. You'll get to it later. There's no negative self-talk. You know, there's, there's, there's that quietness yeah. of ego that just allows you to be and your soul. I feel like your, the soul kind of just becomes present in that moment, you know, and, and which is normally, I always feel like it always gets not hidden, but it always gets put down, held down because the ego is always having to multitask and do and perform. And I love when it just sits up and just like I picture like a Buddha just sitting and being, yeah. you know, and, and the ego is just okay with that. It's a beautiful thing. You know, um, when I was doing the spiritual Warshak readings for, for our website, that it was fun. It was great. And then it wasn't that what I should be doing. And I was like, but, you know, sometimes you don't feel like doing it, but and I, so I kept doing them and then I was like, no, 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 no. I could tell this isn't supposed to be where I'm focusing on. And it was hard because I wanted to contribute to the website and all that, but I could hear it and see it when I'd play back the video. It just, it wasn't on point. And so, um, yeah, it, it, sometimes it really goes against what your, I don't want to blame the ego on it, but just what you've decided. This is how I contribute. This is what I'm, you know it's hard to shift it up and go in a different direction. But if you can, then the next thing you find is you're going to be so much more authentic. And it allows for other things to come through. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Yeah. I had um, early this week, I, I, my son had some really good news and it just brought such joy to me because I just saw this young person manifesting things that, you know, he desires and his patience in allowing that to come to him. And then I just checked in with a a young relative who also had some good news and it was kind of the same thing, you know, Um, she was able to, to manifest what she was desiring and she was just so happy with this change. And it just brought such joy to see, I love when people are working, you know, with the flow, they're in the flow and 
they are, um, you know, not only patient, they're courageous, right? To not just get caught up in, in the routine thinking or the routine doing in there. They're just putting, and that's that putting that heart first, <clears throat> not doing what is deemed the right thing to do maybe by the masses or rushing the situation, but there's a sense of trust and allowance. And I just love to see that in young people because, uh, you know, I didn't have that when I was young. So um, I probably had a far more resistance than necessary. Um, so I love that. And it's brought me great joy this week. And I think, again, because I've been aware, it's that focus. And maybe that's a, a something for allowing me to remember for myself. I think when I think with each generation I've seen, and it feels right, that each generation that's coming up now is a little bit more on their spiritual path where we've had to, you know, how do I say this? Um, they're a little bit more enlightened compared to what we were when we were coming in. So I just, I think it's, it's a progression that, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be easier for them to manifest even more and more coming up. Well, they're being taught. I was uh, in Santa Barbara this weekend and I was, visiting with my niece and she was telling me, you know, she's in school, how they have, uh, she took a mental health day and I went, wait, what? <laughs> and my mother is like, Oh, that's great. I'm like, wait, what? I was not allowed. This woman applauding my niece for her mental health. day did not exist when I was growing up. It's like, unless a body part is falling <laughs> off of you, you shall go. Right. And I'm just, but it is, you know, and her parents don't let her abuse it. Like, you know, it's, but it's genuinely when you just got to be like, you know what? Not today. Today, I'm going to take care of myself. Can you imagine if we had that when we were growing up? I mean, that's huge. That's starting to really honor um, your own internal needs and learn where you're trying to be, get out of something because you don't yeah. feel like, you know, you're learning that balance of, Sometimes you have to honor that you don't feel like it. And sometimes you have to honor what you're committed to and how you go between the two to be a healthy, happy, successful life. I mean, oh my gosh, to be learning that when we were in grade school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just yeah. don't know. It I, is like almost without words, right? You can't yeah. fathom, um, you know, back in our day, it maybe probably still exists, I imagine, but certainly I recall what a lot of people strive, a lot of kids strive for was the perfect attendance. Oh, and yeah. um, there was one year I did do that. Um, and like you say, you, you only stayed home unless you're very, very ill. Um, it was, I don't know, I don't know why it's put into our head at an early age. And it's probably just, it's just, um, you know, uh, I don't want to use mind control. It's just, it's habitual to get you used to showing up, being responsible because you carry that from your school. If you've always showed up for school, you carry that to your work. Right. And I recall like never missing a day at work and being proud, you know, that I had all, you know, I never take a day off. And I remember, you know, that when people were off, people would make comments like, oh boy, they got the cold today, you know, okay, yeah, they can't come in. Because then we all, we all collectively feel like, okay, we have more work to do. We're the heroes. We still show up. Yeah. And it's such a terrible, shaming mindset. So no one dare take it off. But 
once we got well, the company I was working was was going to be uh, relocating to um, another state, we knew our days uh, were coming to an end and either you're going to find a job or you're going to get laid off. And um, I remember just taking a day and just calling in six. I had obviously, you know, immense amount of overtime or, or, or sick time unused that you weren't going to get paid for. Right Back then, it wasn't just comp time. You just didn't get paid. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just took a day and went with friends and we just had a beautiful day. And because of that, it changed my mindset going forward to the next yeah. job and to my kids going through school. I never had them strive for perfect attendance. And I remember when they got older, I would say, you know what, there's, there's a day you really just don't have it in you and you don't feel good about it. And you just think you need to, you know, just not go to school. I said, we, we'll honor that, you know, we'll honor that. I don't think you have to <laughs> always be. Yeah. And I did. But you know what? My kids still never really took it, you know, and um, same with them. They don't take time off, you know, for their job. They would never want to let anyone down, um, you know, no, because, you know, especially when you have your first job, right? Because it's usually skeleton crews. And if you're not there, then everything falls right. apart. And I see and I would tell them it's not. You know, you you can, if you if you don't if you're not well, don't go to work. It's not going to help. No, because then right, people are going to have to do more. So it's that mindset of that we can't let people down, right? Or that it's good. We're going to look uh, we're going to look like we don't care, or we're going to get shamed. So that mindset just keeps us from doing what's best for ourselves. And I love this idea for this uh, relative that they had a mental health day because yeah. you're investing in yourself. You're saying, you know what, this is school. I mean, important, but, but life is important. Your well-being is, is far yeah. important. Learning to honor and read yourself correctly is important. Um, what were you? Oh, uh, I think that's something that another gift of the pandemic is. If you're back in the office, if you have a little sniffle. Everybody looks at you like, go home, <laughs> Just, whereas it used to be, yeah. again, unless you're feverish and hallucinating, <laughs> I used to just like go in. And I remember one time I was doing some work from home and I had a cold, really, really bad cold. I was visiting my parents and I needed to do a side project um, for my manager. And so it was data entry, which God bless on a normal day. But when I'm, you know, have a horrible cold, just body achy cold. My mom kept saying, just take a nap. Just, I was like, no, no, I got to do this. And finally I was so just zonked. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to lay down for 20 minutes. I ended, ended up sleeping for four hours. And when I woke up, it was like, it was like a whole new world. I felt amazing because <laughs> my poor body just needed like, it needed rest. And I, and from that day forward, whenever I get a cold, I don't care what people think. Even Chad will look at me like sometimes, but no, if I get a chill, that's my sign. Get into bed. I come home, put on my pajamas, crawl into bed, and I'm there just resting and relaxing. And I nip it in the bud because my body doesn't have to work as hard to overcome it. And now with the pandemic, you really don't want people to... You don't want to even give a call kind of shaming now. Huh? Yeah. yeah. You really don't you want come to. into work with, you know, a, a leaky nose, I, a cough. You tell from me allergies it's allergies. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> Go home, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's changed so radically to the yeah. other extreme. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, 
that's a good thing because we are listening to ourselves, I think, more. And, and like you say, to your point, when you took that time and you invested, rest is what yeah. your body needed instead of continue to push through and get ragged, which kind of goes back to it. When Heather said, what are the signs that you notice for yourself when you're being told, you know, enough um, that push through? I'm sure many of us have done that where you just go right through and you ignore all the signs. And that could be very dangerous. That was my right? middle name. I okay. used to push mm-hmm. all the time. Like I, I just ignored every sign possibly underneath the sun. Well, you know, that landed me in some hot water. So yeah, your body cannot after a while cannot recover from that. I have relatives who have given themselves permanent conditions. It's almost like keep making that face. It'll stick, you know, keep pushing yourself. Um, your body might not recover or you're at diminished capacity for years. It's just, absolutely. And yeah. usually the work you're putting out is not quality, you know, oh. so everything's mm-hmm. losing your, your, you know, it, it's, it's a lack on all sides. Your body's suffering, your mind's suffering, the work is suffering yeah. instead of just doing a, a timeout and, and getting it all together and getting back in sharp and, and to capacity. But again, if, if it's something we've been taught with our beliefs, who wants to be the first one to start that trend of, yeah, I'm going to take a mental health day. I love that it's these young people are embracing love it already. It. That's huge. It gives love me it. so much hope for the future. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's totally. Because they're fun. honoring themselves. And if you learn to honor yourself truly and not from a, I'm going to give myself something over you, just really just from what does your soul, your body need? That just makes for more peaceful environments. You know, I don't, I should ask, uh, my, my young adult children, you know, the word no, and that we've talked about that in the past, the word no was always sometimes a hard thing to say too, right? People expect there's a excuse when you say no, yeah. of why you can't, can, you know, uh, attend something, participate in something, give something, do something. And I'm wondering if young people nowadays, uh, do they just say no? And then people are just cool with that. Or is that still that human uh, habit of you've got to defend your no, because it can't just be no, because yeah. I need a mental health day, or I just don't want to, or I, you know, I, I don't feel like I don't it. Know. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I think Have it's you, just a no. It's, oh, see, I think it's gotten better, huh? Versus yeah. us. We had to come up with almost proof, you know, <laughs> carry something with you that shows why you Here's can't my doctor's do note. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, like even just, you know, <laughs> interns. <witnesses> notarized. <laughs> Like internships was just basic brutality, right? You know, like, but you had to do it because you had to come up through the ranks. And now it's, it's like, no, they they would unionize. Yeah. It's an employee's market right now. And look at, they don't want to go back into work. So people aren't working. So, and employers are scrambling to find people and they just, they can't do it. So, I mean, there it is. There's your no, it's like, no. You know, um, not on those terms for sure. Yeah, in yeah. many cases, huh? At, at my you know current daytime job, they had the hardest time finding an HR person because they're like, "Nope, your package isn't good enough to me." So that's great. You know, I think it is great as well. You know, and yeah. uh, people who get mad and think that people just want to coast and do nothing are not looking at the full picture. Mm-hmm. People just don't want to put themselves Employers. in uncomfortable positions mm-hmm. anymore. They don't want to work to exhaustion exactly. or work with no, um, well, results, there's no pension. Right? There's no right. loyalty on behalf of the company towards Absolutely. us anymore. Like what you experienced, you did all of that, um, at your old job and yes. then they were going to lay you off. It's exactly. like, well, 
screw you. I'm taking a sick day. You know, just, it just doesn't make sense to give your loyalty to someone above yourself. Yeah. And at the cost of your well-being. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, um, which is interesting, again, going back to Nice, if we're going to see young people putting their well-being first priority, um, that's that's, that's huge, right? I mean, it is huge because, especially at this age, you have to go back. And I can't imagine all the places I've ever worked, did I ever think of myself more than them? No, Yeah. No, never. I did what I was told. I did it, you know, at 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 a, at a cost sometimes, right? Because I was dedicated to them. But that was the training that was in there. That and was um, the mindset, the brainwashing. Yeah, I mean, I, to look back, it's just it's frightening how easy that was yeah. to and and to think about on that mass scale how many of us just robotically do what. what how we many are still this, doing that? St- and still, Heather, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, still doing it. I think our listeners should check in on themselves and see, am I doing that in my job currently? Am I doing that for my mental health? Where do I find my job being the priority or what I need to do over myself, my well-being? And do you have any emotional reactions to what we're saying? Because I know some people get very angry and defensive. And it's like, well, have you maybe bought into an idea that your needs and wants aren't as important as the company, you know? And again, if you're an OR doctor, sometimes that holds true. But and no matter what job you have, there is always a moment, there's always that fine balance of your needs are as important as your jobs. And so I'd be curious if anybody's having some really knee-jerk uh, reaction, knee-jerk violent reactions to what we're saying. There's usually something there to be explored yeah definitely and then to find out why why don't you put yourself as a priority is that learned behavior Uh, is it a belief that you truly don't even believe it or is it a belief that you know that you really do think that everyone else is more important than you and you know it's it's like you say you've got to explore it and it's going to be uncomfortable if it's raising any flags but on the other side of it i'm all three of us can attest to you it's so freeing when yeah. you can release what doesn't serve you to your highest, greatest good. You know, it's not being right or wrong. It's just about what feels good, what's serving your well-being, what's bringing you uh, peace and joy and, and love and things that you want in your life, not what's holding you in a place that is just existing. Well put. Well put. And I think with that, Stephanie, that's beautifully said. And we like to thank you listeners for tuning into the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the Three Intuitive Healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 